He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, associates into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father, we thank you for another week not promised. We thank you for lying down and rising again. Thank you for all the things you do for us that we don't take for granted. We appreciate you, Lord. We love you. We adore you. We worship you, Lord. We praise and lift your name for all you've done. Bless your name, Lord. Bless those under the sound of my voice who are in need of a blessing. Bless them, Lord, and give them protection they need, the provision, power they need to move forward. Keep going in the name of the Lord. We thank you for your son, Jesus, who came down through 42 generations, Lord. Born in swaddling clothes, laid in a manger. And he, the most important thing, Lord, he did was he died for us. We thank you for his death, burial, and resurrection, Lord. And our sin lives are now washed clean as snow because of the blood of Jesus. We love you. We ask you to bless this weak, feeble servant that I am. Lord, give me power from on high. Say a word that be a blessing for someone under the sound of my voice. Now let the words of my mouth. And the meditation of my heart be acceptable in that sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ, name we pray. Amen. Thank you again for those under the sound of my voice. And uh, we are here uh, this morning uh, for our latest installment of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. Uh, we had a blessed time over these holidays. and hope the Lord is keeping you and uh, your family. Um, today, we're going to continue uh, in our Acts march. Uh, I don't know if we'll get to the, uh, the Lord leads me to the end of the book, but um, certainly enjoying where we are traveling, where we've been um, thus far. But Acts chapter 13 again. Um, we'll claim our attention where we'll find our reading for today. Um, Acts 13, uh, verses uh, 23, I believe, where we'll start on um, this morning. Acts 13, 23, uh, Dr. Luke uh, writes uh, this. Uh, 
works of Paul, as Paul is actually describing John the Baptist from uh, his point of view, uh, as he's not part of the synoptic uh, gospel, but John gives this, which Paul therefore quotes. He says, from this man's descendants, as he promised, God brought to Israel the Savior, Jesus. Before his coming to public attention, John had previously proclaimed a baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. Now, as John was completing his mission, he said, who do you think I am? I am not the one. But one is coming after me, and I am not worthy to untie the sandals on his feet. The grass withers and flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. I just want to tag this in the series again, Acts of the Church. Um, tag this few minutes of sermonic notes and points. Get to the point. Get to the point. Uh, while I was catching up on the first three installments of The Matrix, uh, before I watched the last and latest Matrix, uh, I discovered a line in the first installment that caught my attention. They were debating if the character played by Keanu Reeves named Neo was the one whom could deliver mankind from the machines. The character played by Lawrence Fishburne named Morpheus was stating all the characteristics that Neo possessed and could handle the attacks of the machines. Well, someone in the scene spoke and said these words, get to the point, can he do it or not? Sometimes in this world, you reach a point that uh, you don't want to waste any more time or effort Get to the point so I can base my actions off of what is told to me. Life will have encounters where you will have to say, get to the point. Either will, either you will or you will not do something based off what you hear or see. In the text, we see Paul telling of the announcing of Jesus through the words of John the Baptist, he is simply telling the people that John had gotten to the point in telling those who would hear that Jesus is the one who is to save a dying world. Sometimes you have to tell somebody what it is, what you're trying to say right to the point. You got to get to the point. And sometimes people just don't get uh, what you're saying until you get to the point. And real quickly, I uh, just want to leave three nuggets and I'll be out your hair on this particular episode. First, we look at the point of his promise in verse 23. said, from this man's descendants, as he promised, God brought to Israel the Savior, Jesus. God had made a promise to David, uh, made a promise to said, when your days are complete and you lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your descendant after you who will come forth from you and I will establish his kingdom and he will build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. That was in first, uh, I'm sorry, second Samuel 7, 12 to 13. God had made a promise to David 
that through the lineage of David that the Messiah would come. And in keeping with his promise, he therefore, through the birth of Jesus, kept his promise to David. And I just let you know right there, God keeps his promises. Whatever he's promised you, whatever he told you he would do in his word, he's going to do just what he said. Matter of fact, Numbers 23, 19 said, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. As he said, and will he not do it, or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? God keeps his promises, even through the life and lineage of David. We all know David's story. David messed up with Bathsheba, caused some problems, and murdered her husband, and put Uriah on the front of the... We know the story of David, but God was still keep his promise. Now, can I put a parenthetical pause right in there? You have to come back to him. You have to repent and you have to start obeying, but God will keep his promise. And like David, he can turn around what the enemy will try to use against you. He'll try to use that against you to block whatever God has for you. But God can still turn it around for your good and his glory. I feel like we're preaching right in the priest, Pastor Mac. I'm doing the best I can. God can turn it around like David. And he can still use you for his good and his glory. But he's going to keep his promise. He keeps his promises. Oh, brothers and sisters, don't you be concerned. That I say, don't you worry. That's a sin. Don't you worry about what's going on in the world today. Don't you be concerned with what's going on in your life. God is going to keep his promise. He said it, and all we should do is believe. John really stated that Paul quoted him as he promised God brought to Israel the Savior Jesus. <laughs> Jesus born. Can I put the, the birth, the Christmas in there right quick? Can tell you that he was born through 42 generations, born in those swaddling clothes and laid in a manger around the animals and the shepherds came. Can I tell you that, that God will keep his promise, a deliverer for his people and all people? As John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have. Can I tell you that? That God will keep his promises. <laughs> Through the birth of Jesus the Christ. We don't have to be concerned with how God is going to deal and handle it. Because if he handles it, it's handled. When God handles it, his hand is taken care of. You got to have a right mind. You you got to have a want to it. And that's why some people come and want pray. Well, you got to want it. God forgive me. I don't waste time with folk uh, who I got to uh, keep praying for five, six, seven, eight times. You don't want it. You, you playing with stuff. You might as well keep on doing what you're doing. God will deal with you in his own way. And quit wasting folk time if you don't want it. But you got to have a want to itness. You got to have something inside that says, For God I'll live and 
for God I will die. You got to have a want it. You got to want it. You got to want it. And if you want it and obey, God honors his promise. Point of his promises. Point of his promise. Point of his promise. That he won't, he gonna keep his promise. It's the point of his promise. He's gonna get, and then number two, look at verse 24. Point of his proclamation. Before his coming to public attention, John had previously proclaimed a baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. This baptism, deliverance, this repentance, act of obedience. Baptism meaning that you know Jesus. <laughs> Those who had been following God in Israel, the nation had accepted Jesus and now were baptized with water. But John goes on and Paul doesn't stay. He, he said, and you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> he just identifying Paul as echoing what John said. He said, Jesus came for all. I can hearken back to John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, see the world and whosoever, the world and whoever is in the world can accept Jesus for themselves. Yeah, gee, John, Paul iterates that John was talking about it right now, Jesus. See, the other, few, the other uh, prophets, the other writers were talking in the future. John was emphasized and emphasized right now, Jesus came to save right now in the distant future. He was not talking in the distant future like the other forerunner. He was said, Jesus is here. <laughs> Jesus is available. Jesus is, we're proclaiming here the part of his proclamation is that he wanted a dying world to know that he is here. Yeah, Virgin Mary gave birth to Jesus. Jesus was here. Jesus is here. Even after his death, burial, and resurrection, he's still here. Yeah, he, he's still working in the lives of his people right now. Still moving and changing things in our lives right now. He's here. That's why we proclaim Jesus. That's why we talk about Jesus, because he's still in, don't get it twisted. You're going to still have some problems. You're going to still have some struggles. You're going to still uh, have some issues that come up in your life. But, 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 but remember, as Dr. Tony Evans says, peace doesn't mean you won't have problems. Peace means your problems won't have you. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have some storms. Get ready for them. Tell somebody around you, get ready for them. Get ready, get ready. You're going to have some stuff. But the good news to know is that grace is going to keep you. God is going to protect you. Jesus is going to be with you. I had someone I talked to on the phone a couple of days ago. said, what's the difference between things you cause yourself and trials that God put? I said, no matter what it is, God's grace is sufficient. <laughs> Help me, Holy Ghost. God's grace is sufficient for whatever you got to go through God's grace is uh, sufficient it's good news to know for somebody out there it's good news to know that God will still fix whatever's broken in your life and as I get to the point 
his last point, point of his power. Verse 25, uh, now as John was completing his mission, he said, who do you think I am? I am not the one, but one is coming after me, and I am not worthy to untie the sandals on his feet. What he really saying is that nobody compares to Jesus. He's coming and he's greater than I am. See, all the things I've done, yes, it's through the power of the Son. Yes, even the now singer of his appearance, he said, I'm not worthy. Don't you think you good right where you are? Because you're no good without the Lord. And Paul was repeating John when he said, I'm not the one who is the Savior. I'm not the one who's going to deliver mankind. But I know at some point that you're going to have to acknowledge that Jesus is Lord. He's Lord of all. Everything we have, everything we hope to be, is all in his name. Matter of fact, can I give you a little Christmassy voice? Isaiah 9 and 6 prophesied, For a child will be born for us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, which refers to his presence among us. Mighty God, which refers to his power for us. Eternal Father, which addresses his protection over us. Prince of Peace, which speaks to his passion all around us. He's able. He's able, he's bigger than our problems, and ain't no harm in celebrating my Jesus, ain't no harm in giving him praise for all he's done. Matter of fact, the celebration of Christmas ties in like a neat bow to the resurrection. They marched him up Calvary's hill. And they put him on a old rugged cross, nail nails in his hands. He died on the cross, stayed in the grave all night Friday. But on the third day, rose from the grave. And that's the reason why he's here. We celebrate Christmas based on the fact that he died for us. We celebrate Christmas and all he's done for us because he died and rose on the third day. Thank God he died and rose again. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer uh, is as simple as ABC, 
accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org, or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org, contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say.